0: Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Deborah, but copy love love is here Ministry and this is the introduction to the webcams to all the videos and I wanted to introduce you to me before you got started and I wanted to talk to you a little bit about what the webcam series is, are going to be about. I wanted to let you know that the first series Uh, It's going to be a rediscovery series, and as we travel through and we learn and grow, there'll be more and more series of rediscovery. I want to let you know that I'm in a battle. I have been highly trained and educated, and I am coming to you as a partner and ally of the most highest and mightiest general there ever is, Agape Love. I like to use the analogy that in World War II, in order to set millions and millions and millions of people free, an entire continent, nations, and resources, and the next generations and the next generations, it took allies and partners from many, many nations, highly trained in many different areas, all coming together for one purpose, to set people free. Free people cannot stand the thought of other human humans and humanity being in bondage and slavery and can't get free. So I serve under a general. Agape Love, love is here. Agape Love is the most powerful general there ever is. It will take you beyond all borders, through every nation. It doesn't need any papers. It travels in a world that most people don't understand nor see. I am sort of a resistance fighter, an underground fighter. But I'm also out in the open, a teacher. And these videos on webcam are going to be teaching lessons. There will be many different series that will come along to help you. And I hope that you enjoy them and that you get to know me and You get to know yourself, and you get to know others. So enjoy the webcam videos. Some of them have different lengths, but the main goal of each one is to bring hope and encouragement to you. The person that you have not yet met. The person that has been hidden from most of yourself, but not from others. And to help you discover that there is more to you than you know. And because I am a trained fighter, and I work very closely with Agape Love, we're going to be doing some, setting some things free. If you've ever watched any of the World War II stories, and how Europe was invaded... Some of the countries invited the people in, some people welcomed, other people did not have a choice. And yet they all ended up in the same place, bondage, to something that was more powerful, more vicious, and tormenting and vexing. So here we are, since humanity began, we have had problems in our hearts and our minds, feelings and our emotions and boy we have tried to figure it out and there's a good article uh, a video that you can watch called equal partners because a lot of us don't understand what is going on with us why do all the problems that we all want to solve and live in peace and harmony and have a wonderful life why can we not solve them there are so many smart and intelligent people all over the world in every nation going to school, learning, trying everything they know how to help humanity. Their hearts are so wonderful that they love and they don't like to see anybody hurting and vexed and tormented. And they're trying with every ounce of knowledge they have to figure it out. And there's resistance fighters such as me that we know you have to have something stronger than what we know throughout history most of humanity believed in a connection to a higher power and that higher power was a loving higher power and it wanted to help us and it wanted to touch us and caress us and be a part of our lives well somehow things got messed up and we no longer really invite a higher power into our lives to help us. And we have turned mainly to other ways, which is working some. We are getting some results. But this enemy that's unseen, that continues through thousands and thousands of generations, doesn't seem to end. The war is never solved. There's little breaks every now and then. But it goes on. Everybody's asking the question, how do I stop it? How do we end this unseen war that attacks us, that attacks our children and our loved ones? How can we find peace? How can we get along with each other? And yet there's no answers. Humanity seems to be trapped in bondage and slavery to unseen enemies that it cannot see or hear, doesn't believe in. So it has no answers. And we all put along trying to figure it out. We're trying so hard. Every nation is trying. Every educated person. Every mama. Every father. Everybody. We even got dogs and animals trying to help us and love us and support us. All of our spiritual leaders are trying to help us. We're all trying to be free. And we're trying to get somewhere. But we don't know where. And we don't know how to get there. So, I'm here through these videos to help you. I am a special person. As I said, I'm a resistance fighter. I go undercover. I travel in that unseen world, unseen realm. I also travel in the natural realm. And I live in a home. And I do a lot of other things. But I am a soldier in a war as an ally desiring that many others come along with a love to help set people free in every nation from an unseen invader that has set up, entrenched itself, embedded, entombed itself in our lives, whether it's in our spirit, our soul, or our physical body. And it rules us and reigns us and torments us into deep slavery and bondage. And we don't know how to get free. So hopefully these webcams will begin to give you hope that there is freedom and to rediscover ways that have been long forgotten so that we can come together as allies and partners in a world war that crosses every nation, every boundary, and we can defeat this enemy that has tormented humanity since its beginning. And we will learn how to fight back, how to resist We'll know it when it shows up And we know what its goals are So enjoy all the webcams I hope to get better at this This is kind of new to me I'll still keep making the videos And if you want to email me Or contact me You are welcome to My email address is Pastor D-E-B-O-R-A-H At org. You may Link to me on LinkedIn at Pastor Deborah. Love is here. There are some videos on there. Also, you may I'm on Twitter under Pastor Deborah. Love is here. I also have a YouTube channel called Hidden Kingdoms. There's a lot of videos there. I'm all also on four different podcast platforms. I think it's iTunes, Google Play. Stitcher, and in tune. So if you have an Alexi or something, you can ask for Pastor Deborah. There are some uh, audios you can listen to. And also, I have the website, org. I'm already currently in partnership with people in Nepal and Kenya, the Philippines, and here in America. And if you wish to call me on the phone, text me. and I do not have a smartphone, so I'm not up there yet, uh, at 1-850-501-5040, that is Central Time in the United States of America, Pensacola, Florida, which happens to be about three hours east of New Orleans, beautiful beaches, kind of hot right now, but been here a long time, and I am learning how to do this webcam stuff. So hopefully I'll get better, and I will be able to teach better for you. So enjoy each video, and please feel free to email me with questions. I'll get back to you. We got a war to win and people to set free. You are invited to become an ally, a highly trained soldier, and a partner. With the mightiest general there ever is. Agape love. And help set people free. Love always and forever, Pastor Deborah. Hello, welcome again to the Kingdom Series of Agape Love, Love is Here Ministries, and I am Pastor Deborah. I just wanted to let you know I just came from the flea market, and yes, I do dress like this. I didn't wear the crown today, but I did dress up, because when I go and represent the king that I work for and his kingdom, I do dress up so people will see I am not a normal counselor, I am not a normal uh, person, I am one of great majesty and glory. Today I want to welcome you again, and if this is your first time, welcome. Right now, we are in the Garden of Eden, in the spirit, on the planet called Earth. We are in the spirit world. And I am talking to you words of spirit and life. If you'll notice on my head, I am wearing a crown. Because today, my spirit is going to be talking to you about its realm of authority and dominion. That it has here on earth. And it has in its proper place of dominion and authority. So, we're going to talk about today the kingdom of within, the king of a domain, a territory, the spirit. I just finished studying some things about post-traumatic stress disorder and dreams because a lot of people I work with coming out of childhood sexual abuse, Vietnam, vets, war, military, first responders are all having horrible flashbacks dreams and there's not a lot of study on it there was some done back Freud did some studying on dream analysis and I just finished studying a lot so I can relate it to you from a mental health understanding of what the spirit is and the domain and the world it lives in And hopefully, maybe I can answer a few questions about the dreams that people are having. That was a question that was just asked of me this week on an international radio show for the NASCA, the National Association of Adult Survivors of Child Abuse. People are having dreams, nightmares, and there's not a lot of study from the mental health world, psychologists and psychiatry, about the dreams. They've done some, but they really don't know how to explain them. Uh, to the people so uh, hopefully I'll get to that today but right now I want to talk to you about the kingdom within when humanity was first put on the planet and most of us sort of have an idea it was long ago many thousands if not millions of years ago it came that species called human which I've told you me is a part of two words Hume, H-U, which means humus, which means dirt, and man, M-A-N. It's not a gender. It's not a sex. It is a spiritual being that was created in an image and a likeness of somebody else. And the whole species was called man. And this spiritual being was put inside and had some dirt, humus, to form some clothes for it and it was to be down here on this planet in its spiritual body with a kingdom inside of it and it was to be the king and when it came to uh, realization something was breathed into it the breath of life some people say and something happened life and light came into the spirit to the man and when it touched the humus the dirt the dirt became alive animated the dirt was just mainly dust of the planet which at that time was also of a very unique uh, mixture it had not had death in it yet was not decaying or destroying and so we start there and so the first kingdom Is the kingdom within that spiritual being called man? Now, every, as everybody knows, everything on planet has laws that governs its structure, uh, what it's to do, what it's not to do. If you break the laws, there's consequences. Uh, For instance, uh, we know about the law of gravity, that it holds us on the planet, and if you decide to jump off a building. Well, the law of gravity is going to work. It's going to pull you down. And then we know about other things and the different laws that are out there. So there was a governing structure for the earth. And things would be run on their own. And the same was set for the man inside of the dirt. Now, his government was not from the planet. Some people believe it was, we'll call it extraterrestrial. It was off-planet. It was from another time, another place. It was eternal. It was of the spiritual realm, which is true, whatever name you want to call it. And from that place, the man was given the breath of life. He was given what every place has to have, a governor, a manager, and somebody that would talk to it to ensure that that person in that new territory called earth would follow all the rules. And it was sort of the laws and the government inside the man. So the spiritual part of us would have understanding of rules that governed it, uh, that it was to live by, what it was to eat, how it was to operate. That is the kingdom within the king. This species called man was already determined by nature and its essence and declared by its creator to be a king, to rule and reign down here on planet Earth just as its creator did in another realm. And so this king, this man, this human man, was given a kingdom, which is really two. One, he had to learn how to rule himself. He had a spirit, and he needed to learn all about the spirit and all of its different functions and its essence and what it was to do. And he was also to be the king, the ruler, over his own dirt, the humus. And once he sort of grew up and got a handle on that and did some things, just as we know in the natural, when a child learns certain things, they grow. And we have to teach them as parents how to live in the family how not to do certain things and we reward them with wonderful hugs and kisses when they do right so this new creature had to learn he's put in and he has more light Uh, the best way to explain it would be a bright bright light he probably didn't even know that he had some kind of dirt covering The, the light that was in him and his spirit was so crystal clear Probably couldn't even see it and so he began to grow and he would give would be given tasks to do one was to name the animals guard and protect this wonderful garden and be a shepherd over it protect it watch over it and it was only given one little command one little do not and of course a parent really never explains all the consequences And all the things why you're not to do something. It just says don't do it. So this creature was told there are two trees in the middle of this garden. One was called the tree of life. And one was called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And this man, this spirit being, was told you can eat of any tree you want. Eat whatever you want to your heart's desire. But that one tree, that's over there. Do not eat it and if you do you'll surely die now did this young spirit being man know what that meant no didn't have any clue what death was now when a parent tells a child don't touch that electrical outlet you might get hurt don't put your hands on a hot stove you'll get burned does the child know what hurt and burn is no the parent does. But in order to kick, start, enact, have the free will be challenged and to make the right decision and to follow law, to follow rules and to be governed by something that loves you and has a protection for you, the man had to be challenged. So for a long time nothing happened. He maybe looked at the tree didn't know what it was. And then what happened? He gets a helpmate. And what came out of his mouth, because he was the king, he had power to give a nature to, to give the purpose to, to give the essence to, and how that man and that helpmate were to be in partnership allies and work together so when the helpmate came out the man said huh, that thing came out of me came out of my flesh and my dirt and therefore it's a part of me it is flesh and dirt and I will call it wombed man woman soon as he said that this creator said okay you get you have the power as the king of this territory i put you in when you speak when you name something when you decree prophesy give detail to that object that is its essence its purpose and its nature and its relationship to you so the creator said to this creation called Adam which means dark earth the spirit being on the inside okay that's what you named this helpmate that's what you called it therefore that is what it will be just flesh and bone to you and because you said that You will leave me. You will leave your spiritual mother and father. You will leave this garden. You will leave your spiritual purpose. And you will get married, become intimate one with this creature, this helpmate. That you have purposely, even though it was through ignorance, you have purposely declared its purpose, its essence, its nature. Flesh and bones. And that is all it was to be. And you will marry that. You will become intimate with it. You will become one with it. You will leave me, your parent, and you will run off and you will go with this helpmate. And you will no longer be what you're supposed to be. You will follow after another voice. You will listen to your flesh and to your bone. You will listen to that part of you that you declared was just flesh and bone. Prophecy was given. Of course, the young man did not know that. That would be like saying to somebody, to a small child, if you go and put your hand in the fire, you're going to get burned. I may have to have your hand cut off, or you may have to have a lot of treatment for burns. Of course, a little child... Should have trusted. He heard it clearly. But when somebody else came along and his natu- his eyes looked and saw nothing but flesh and bone. Not a spiritual helpmate. Not another king. Not another ruler. Not a spiritual helpmate. But just flesh and bone. And that's going to get into later on when I talk about human trafficking and sex trafficking. That falls under the lust of the eyes and the lust of the flesh. So this early ancestor of ours, he named and gave this creature its nature and its essence. The king spoke, the king declared. So things go along okay. But there was another person, another thing, in the garden who had already experienced being kicked out of this wonderful place of joy and pleasure of this great creator. And he heard what the creator told his kids. It would be like a lot of us are experiencing now. We have a lot of webcams and Alexias and we have video cameras. And somebody is listening in. And they are listening in to you tell people what to do. And they use it against you. And you have no knowledge that they listen to you, they videotape you, they got that knowledge, you have no idea. And so this other thing plotted the downfall of this couple. And he was going to use his own words against him, he was going to use the words and he was going to deny any culpability, it wasn't my fault. I didn't do it. I didn't touch the tree. I just made a suggestion. I just dangled a carrot in front of them. And I talked to the helpmate who was just flesh and bones. And how pretty and how good that thing would be. And why should this parent, this creator, deny you such pleasure? Isn't that what life is all about? Pleasure. Making yourself feel happy, making yourself feel good, attending to your needs maybe he's holding something back from you, so slyly on the side, even though the Adam was there he said nothing and how many of us have stood by and watched our children play video games, watch TV, watch our friends watch our family get enticed, bewitched become bewitched listen to things, and we say nothing. We just stand there. It's like we have a spell on us. We're frozen. And we do nothing. We don't see the harm in talking to this creature that looked like a serpent. Nothing. We're silent. So in our silence, maybe we are blind, maybe we're under a spell. Something that's a part of us Listens, And when you have the kingdom within you, the king It happens to us individually all the time You watch a show, you read a book, you fall asleep You get sleepy, you sort of blank out, zone out So a part of you just stands by While another part of you proceeds on And listens to a voice While another part of you that's inside of you does nothing. So that's what happened. And then that part of this man reached this beautiful thing. Some kind of something off a tray. Some people say an apple. Doesn't matter what it was. And it was probably very beautiful. And it probably shone and it glittered and looked beautiful. And how the kingdom was taken down inside of both the helpmate and the original king, the first man, was that the eyes of this flesh and bone creature looked at that tree and said, wow, whatever is there looks good for food. That's called the lust of the flesh. That would make my tummy feel better. I would be good nutrition. Then the eyes looked at it and said, how beautiful, very pretty. It's called the lust of the eyes. And then, well, it will make me wise and smart and intelligent. And I don't have to feel stupid. And I don't have to just be the helpmate. And I don't have to be told what to do. It will help me to be above myself. And I will have feelings of grandeur. That's called the pride of life. So, the helpmate. Took it, took a bite, nothing happened. Why not? Because that part was not given the instructions. I was just flesh and bone, your soul. It was the spirit part, Adam, man inside, that was given the commandment. And it was only when the kingdom and the king inside of man disobeyed direct governmental laws be like you have a speed limit you see the sign it's 45 and you decide to do 55 and 65 direct disobedience to the known law a lot of us do it so when this first creature did it and he took a bite boom The governor, the spirit of life that was in him, that was to help him and guide him and give him, had to leave. Because now a traitor had occurred. Rebellion. They disobeyed. And he got out of there. Couldn't be in there. Then the policeman showed up. Said, sir, you just broke the law. You were told not to eat of that. Uh, You just did 65 and a 35. I wanted to give you a ticket and I already told you what was going to happen you were going to die so, you don't know what that means but that guy over there that helped you do it, he knows you're out of my presence you can't live in this garden where it's pleasurable where I visit with you and walk with you and everything's easy you lose your crown you lose your government on the inside of you you are dead to me now dead Even though you are physically alive, your spirit is no longer the king of the domain and territory of your spirit. You have now fallen into captivity. You have fallen from your high place. Your spirit is still alive. I've run into many alive human spirits in the occult world. They're not dead. Spirits cannot die. But they do not know God and they do not know their creator. And they do not know what God be loved. So this first man who followed his helpmate, his flesh and his bone, and took a bite, broke the speed limit, broke the law that was given to him, he died to the Creator. Now he's still quite alive, but he can't hear the Creator's voice, and all of a sudden fear comes on him. How many of you have done that, and you are looking in your mirror to see a policeman come? Fear arises, because you know you did wrong. So the first thing that happened is the light is gone, and they were able to see the dirt, the humus now covering them. And they became embarrassed, full of shame. They knew what they did. They knew they had disobeyed, broke the law, and their light was gone. The kingdom that was inside of them was gone. They that were lit up as majesty and royalty to be a king over themselves and then over all the earth fell, lost it. But the spirit is still alive. But what happened to it? It became a tail. Instead of being the head, the ruler, the governor of its entire self, the spirit became the tail of the flesh. Wherever the flesh wanted to go, the helpmate, the part of him that was just flesh and bone. Now the spirit would have to follow the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. He had no choice. He was married to it. He was one with it. He followed it. He obeyed it. Now he's in a mess. Now comes the policeman. Pull over, sir. What are you doing? You're hiding behind that tree. Well, we were afraid, sir, that you would find us because we know we did wrong. Yes, you did. Now what? Consequences. Out. You cannot live here. You have defiled it. You've broken the rules. You are no longer a righteous citizen, a righteous child in this family. You have to leave. So, the Creator kicked him out of the garden put a cherubim with a flaming sword up, and closed and hid hid the door until a shepherd could come and find it and be the true shepherd of it, which happens to be Pastor Deborah, and stay in it, live in it every single night and not bring rebellion into it. Because God always wanted, the Creator always wanted the spirit man to be in the garden. So that's where we are right now because I'm able to allow you to come in and so is he so the kingdom within we lost it we had no government that would guide us and lead us but that old serpent decided they gotta have government that was the rules so I will give them my government they will live by my rules and my nature And they will become my children on earth. So what happens is I run into people all over the world on LinkedIn. I'm connected with many, many people. And they are trying to solve the problems everybody is. Substance abuse, child abuse, human trafficking, sex trafficking. They are trying to solve autism, mental health diseases. They have no answers. They give food and they give clothes and they give school. But they need more money and more money and it's not working. And what I keep trying to tell them until the heart of humanity is back where it's supposed to be. And it has agape love overflowing in it, out of it. It cannot even love itself. It cannot even look at its neighbor and love it. It is not where it is supposed to be. So the kingdom within became a kingdom still. But it was not a one of righteousness and glory and light. It was one of darkness and ignorance and hate. We see it everywhere. How could a human being hate another human being or a dog or an animal to hurt it? How could they hurt the planet Earth but does nothing to hurt us and yet we pollute it? We don't love it. What kind of heart What kind of kingdom inside of a human would do that? What rules and government is governing the mind and the heart? Well, it surely isn't the creator. Because his was one of love and compassion. And we were to come down here. And we were to love the earth and rule it. The animals were to answer to us and protect us. And everybody was to live fine together. Because the king, Adam, lost that government with inside of him and the governor. And he fell into darkness and he became nothing but the tale of the flesh, the carnal nature, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And when he fell, all of creation fell. And death entered into creation. Now the garden was safe. But the rest of the earth, all death came alive. And it had power. And we see it in plants. We see it. It wasn't supposed to be where animals were eating animals. No one's supposed to be. Because that doesn't happen in the garden. But it does in the world that's fallen. A lot of people talk we're living in a fallen world. Yes, we do. It fell because the kingdom within the king. The original spirit being called man fell. And everything it was to govern fell with it. That is why you have pollution and greed and corruption. Because the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, that is where people's hearts and minds live. The kingdom within. Think about what does that mean to you. Last time we talked about that a kingdom is the domain, the territory that a king rules. A king is one with authority and power. He speaks its law. He rules everything and owns everything within his domain. The king. He sits on a throne, which I've just wrote. I'm writing about now in story time. About how the throne was established, the glory of the throne, and the heart of the throne. That one's coming. What does that mean? That we are to be a spiritual king? Well, where do we get our wisdom from? Where do we get our laws and our government from? What rules us deep on the inside? Whose rules are we to follow? What government is supposed to be ruling us on the inside. What domain and territory within us is supposed to be ruled? Your thoughts, your concepts, your beliefs, your imaginations, your desires, your sexual preferences, your appetites, your memories, your dreams. What domain on the inside of the spirit Is to have a kingdom. A government. A rulership over it. A lot of people don't even understand. What the spirit is. They call it all sorts of different names. They don't even know what dreams are. What's going on with dreams. I hope to be able to address some of those. But this is where the first kingdom is. You ask people. Why do they do what they do? Most of them can't tell you. But they are ruled. And governed. By a kingdom. And a king. If they're not a king anymore. And they have no say and no government and authority over planet earth or people. Who is their king? What kingdom is ruling mankind and humanity inside that we cannot see? Who's ruling the spirit? Is it just the lust of the eyes? The lust of the flesh and the pride of life? What about greed and corruption? Money? Where does all that fit in? On the inside of us. Is that the rulership that follows us? What is going on with the spirit? Is that supposed to be the top dog? The number one part of us. Of our three part system. Of physical body. Of soul and spirit. That is to be the king The government, is that how it's supposed to work? Or is the outside of us, the flesh, what our eyes see, is that to be our government? What happens when the kingdom within is ruled by somebody else? What happens if the government in there is evil, wicked, full of darkness, which means ignorance? What happens to the king? Where does it live? Has it been taken captive and live in a cell? Locked up, can't get out except when it's needed for its supernatural spiritual powers. Is it terrified? Live in fear of death? What's going on with the spirit? Who's in charge of a physical body? Who's in charge of the soul? What government rules, what laws are enacted on the inside? What's the punishment if we break the rules? Are there rules for the physical body? Sure. We all know we need water to drink. We need vitamins. We need food. If we don't, bad things happen. We all know the soul part of us wants to be happy and have rejoice and be full of peace and unity why aren't we what's preventing us from having that why do some people seem to be more corrupt than other people why do some people do evil things to other humans why do animals attack us what is wrong something is out of balance was that how it was intended to be so this lesson is about the kingdom within each of us and trying to bring bring to you it fell there, we are the king spiritually but most of us are still the tail we are held in bondage in slave quarters we're only brought out because we are the rightful rulers and you can't kill a spirit anyway and the domain and the territory of the spirit that's a whole nother teaching. All the different things the spirit's supposed to do. Its movement, its functions, its travel. Doesn't need an airplane or a plane. It can travel without that. What it can see in here. What is its purpose down here? So there's a lot of darkness, a lot of ignorance. And until we get that information and we really realize. That what the original creation was supposed to do, and it did not happen, due to some outside help from something called a serpent, and the condition that the kingdom within each of us is, the condition of the king. What does the territory and the domain look like? How much love is there versus hate? How and how the condition of the Spirit is. We have a lot to learn, a lot to study, and we need a lot of help. I hope this teaching will help you. As you see, I'm wearing the crown. Because when I teach you, this is what you are to look like in the Spirit. You're supposed to have royalty. Light is to bounce off of you, to have crowns, to have beautiful jewels around you. You're supposed to be full of majesty and glory. How many of you can speak to a pit bull? Tell him to be silent and sit down, and the pit bull will obey you. How many of you can hear and talk to dogs? Speak to lightning and thunder and hurricanes and tell it where to go. How many of you can tell fire to stop? How many of you can speak to viruses and bacteria And tell it to be still. Die. How many of you can speak and it's done? How many of you have spiritual connections that you don't tell anybody about? And you're working with some dark stuff that help you. It's all out there. Nobody likes to talk about it. First, we have to get lots of information about ourselves, who we were supposed to be, what we were supposed to do as a spirit being on this planet, how the planet is affected by our fall. I can tell you this, that the earth has a lot of power against you. You get too mad and angry and kill too much and spill too much blood. The earth will swallow you up. Mountaintops will blow their top. Tsunamis will come in and sweep you away. Death and pestilence and viruses will come in. They have a right to kill you. Broke the laws. Don't even follow the laws of nature. Has a right to kill you. Death is here. Now once you come back, you can hold death off. It doesn't have a right to touch you. Even a spider bite, even the jiggers. Mm -mm. They go, they'll bow down to you. But that takes some time to get there. First, you have to learn that you were a king. And the kingdom that you were first to rule was yourself. Freud calls it your conscience, your subconscious. Then other people go in, you got to unconscious which is really your spirit you are to rule that rule your memories, rule your thoughts rule your feelings, rule your desires your appetites have control over what you do and your thoughts you're supposed to have a thought and your actions are corresponding that's what integral means you're one, you don't think something and do something else you don't live double lives you don't hide what you're doing behind the closed doors. You don't compartmentalize things because you have a your value system. You don't want to feel the pain of, I'm doing something wrong, so put something behind the door. Compartmentalize it. How many of us have heard that? And some of us, we had some horrible things happen to us. We disassociate. We get out of our body, and we get away from that, and somebody else takes it. That's all going on. And then you wonder why people do certain things, why the church, why the pastors, why the presidents, why the leaders, why do they do that? They come out and they tell us one thing, and then we find out in texts and emails, and we find out other things about them. Why? What is going on? We thought they were good, nice people. They told us they were. Out front of us, they lived a pretty decent life. Why would they do that? They're married. Why would they have affairs? What is going on? Why do we love to go to bingo? What is it we want from that? They have no answers for the human trafficking, the sex trafficking. Is it sex? Is it a business? Why would we do that to people? Why do we have to drug them and do horrible things so they will be what? A sex object for what? Once you get into that stuff, you into big international, big-time money. It's a business. And people are nothing but objects to be sold, used, and thrown away. There's something wrong with the heart there. There's something wrong with the kingdom inside of these people. Money is more important than people. Can't take it with you when you die. And you can't, won't save you. When your heart stops. What's going on? Why is our system. Our kingdom. Within us so messed up. Why is humanity. In such the state. That it's in. Because the kingdom within. Has fallen. And there's another king in there. A satanic evil dark king. The lust of the flesh is at work. The lust of the eyes. The pride of life. It's all about me and me alone. And the territory and the domain of the spirit is in somebody else's hands. And our precious spirit is locked away in a prison cell, chained, drugged. Now, it still has power. And it is the force behind a lot of stuff. But it's just the tale. And it lives in darkness and abuse and fear. And it has no say. So I hope that this teaching will help you a little bit more so we can get there, get each person to first realize what is going on with each of us. And we can learn that we fell from a high place. I just put a blog up called Humpty Dumpty. Wonderful, wonderful thing. It's about how Humpty Dumpty fell off a high place or wall. And all the king's horses All the strength of humanity, everything, tried to put him back together again. And the nursery rhymes said they couldn't. And all the king's men tried. All their knowledge and nothing tried. Everything they tried could not put Humpty Dumpty together again, back on the wall. So the pieces laid on the ground, broken and hurt and wounded, off of their high place, Their memories were fading of hearing the singing flowers. Couldn't remember what, the, why they're even on the wall, and they they're broken. The blog is up on the website. It's called Humpty Dumpty. You'll hear the broken pieces talking. Not a lot of pictures, because the broken pieces are talking to each other, and you'll hear them crying. And that is what happens to the spirit broken into many pieces and it can only take the agape love of the creator to come back but it doesn't put the pieces back together first it sends in the songs of love the singing flowers they remember then they discover they're found in their dungeon cells, in the darkness in the deep chain they're found and agape love comes in and it makes them new And all the brokenness is not put back together because it can't hold under the pressures out here in the world. But he makes new parts, puts them back on the wall. And then they have to learn. The living creatures from the garden are there to help them. Go listen to it. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing called Humpty Dumpty because that's where the brokenness is. It's in the spirit. And the other parts are all everything's controlled by another kingdom and another king we all see it we all experience it we get lied to we think these people are good they're not they just want power because their kingdom and their king wants to rule and we have to learn there is an old ancient saying Long, long ago, wise men said that people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And because they are destroyed, even the children will be destroyed for lack of knowledge. So when you do not have knowledge about yourself, about being a king, the kingdom, what is going on, what is the flesh, what is the nature of it, when you do not have an understanding, you are destroyed. And you will destroy your children, and they will pass it on. For generations after generations ignorance can be passed on to a generation and it usually gets worse and nothing changes a lot goes on in that unseen world most of you know some of you don't some of you wouldn't believe it some of you wouldn't believe what is really going on but it's going on. So I hope that you will listen to more of the website and all the different videos. Fixing to put up some blog posts for Rachel Grant. And she's a sexual uh, adult survivor of sexual abuse. And I'm going to write about The Yellow Brick Road. And how that wonderful movie, The Wizard of Oz, is an internal healing of some things that happened to Dorothy. Dorothy. And I'm going to take you through the movie. I'm working on the first blog right now. And hopefully I'll be out on some other podcasts and some other international radio shows soon. So keep listening and following me, Pastor Deborah Agapi Love, love is here Ministry and learn. You can email me at Pastor Deborah at love is here.org. Uh, you can look at the partnership page. Love to have you as a partner. You're welcome. I expect to see everybody come to the garden tonight. I will be there. Wilbur and the Bluebirds will be there. I just put up a wonderful uh, introduction to human trafficking and sexual trafficking. A lot of good pictures. Thank you, Google. Appreciate that. And I'm learning more and more how to do things because this is all new to me at my age. So thank you for coming. A lot to ponder and think about. A lot of good books out there. Please go and look at the forever person I just put up. It's about a lot of stuff in the spirit. Psychic travels, stuff like that. That is not hidden from the world. Go go learn. Ask people a lot of questions. If you're in therapy or you're seeking therapy, ask your therapist a lot of questions. What they believe about this stuff. Where's our school of thoughts? I'm gonna do some work with some people on dreams and talk to them more about what dreams are. There's not a lot about dream analysis and nightmares and things that happen. Most therapists do not study that. Most therapists don't study post-traumatic stress. They don't know about the they know about the dreams and what happens, but they don't know how to explain it. And they don't know what to do to stop it. Do some research. Be an educated, client, and patient. Check out your therapist. There are also ethics and boundaries that they must follow. And if you suspect that any of them are violating your ethics and you're like locking doors, closing the doors, not keeping them open when they're talking to you, go find another one. Be very careful when you get hypnotized, when you do visualization or imagery, because they're going deep into some stuff that you may not want them going to. Be careful. A lot of people out there that they don't mean to, but in their ignorance and stuff, you can get hurt. Be a knowledgeable client, patient, somebody. Ask a lot of questions. A lot of stuff out on internet. Go look. Don't be ignorant. I don't want you to be destroyed. Love you guys so much. Come again. I'm going to put this up on a podcast. Pastor Deborah, God be Love, Love is here. It's wonderful to have you all here today. And hopefully I can get this up real quick. Love to you, Pastor Deborah.